Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast, a series of conversations designed to equip our listeners with helpful insights necessary to simplify the critical decision points of life. We believe true wealth is the thing money cannot buy and death cannot take away. Furthermore, we also believe our calling is to enable others to fulfill their own. And to that end, we endeavor. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Welcome in again to another episode of the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast. As always, I'm Josh Clues, the Senior Wealth Planner here for Carson Wealth in the Woodlands, Texas. As the end of the year approaches, I think it's natural for us to start thinking about many of the different things that we've got going on and, and just the different items that need our attention before the close of the year. And one of those things that I think is is under underrated, uh, but definitely valuable is reviewing your current beneficiaries and your estate plan as it relates to your beneficiaries. So why would you do this? Well, for starters, tax reasons. Um, you know, another that immediately comes to mind is things change. The plan that you put together, uh, you know, say five years ago, you know, given changes to tax code and and whatever else may not be as you intended it back then. So in starting out, you know, what are some of the things that you need to consider? So first and foremost, um, making sure that everything is up to date. You know, have you considered the designations and, and how it reflects in your overall estate wishes uh, and make sure that, you know, sometimes the liquidity or illiquidity or income and cash flow of your heirs, it isn't stagnant, it changes. So that may be something to take into consideration um, given the last time that you made the plan. Another thing that very few people take into consideration, in my opinion, is how the assets that they're wanting to pass on affect those in in uh, receipt of it, you know, when they pass away. So whether it be taxable versus non-taxable, qualified investments, so on and so forth, that has an outcome. So make sure that you're taking those types of things into consideration. And again, that's something that your financial planner and and we take into consideration as well with just a little bit of of modeling. You know, the other piece that often very few people take into consideration. And one of the reasons we ask for estate plans uh, here at our office is to ensure that the beneficiaries at your of your investments actually match up with what your estate plan asks and what your trust uh, documents dictate should happen. So you want to make sure that, you know, if your account is set up to transfer in, in a certain way that you know, your, your trust and your wills actually coincide and align. Uh, remember, you know, it goes without saying, it, beneficiaries take precedence over what the actual legal document says. So you want to make sure that they, they line up for sure. Another item that often goes overlooked is if you're charitably inclined. Do you need to review your investments and ensure that you're leaving the right investment for charity. So I'll give you an example. If you have a qualified account uh, that you are leaving to your heirs, they have 10 years to get that, uh, you know, basically empty that account. Um, and it hits their, you know, their, their uh, cash flow is regular taxable income. Well, if you're charitably inclined and you had to choose between 
leaving that uh, a taxable, uh, you know, or just something that was taxed at capital gains rates and would rec- re- would, would rec- normally receive a step up in basis at, upon your passing, why would you leave that to charity? Why wouldn't you leave a fully taxable account, which will, or a fully uh taxable account, which will get uh, no tax on it when you leave it to charity, uh, why wouldn't you orchestrate in such a way that your heirs would get the step up in basis and then a capital favorable capital gains rate um, and, and optimize your account and your estate in that way? The other piece that is very nuanced but definitely takes into consideration is the proportions of your qualified versus non-qualified accounts as they're being distributed to your heirs. So it goes without saying that you want to take the income levels of your heirs into consideration and you don't want to make a uh, their current tax situation less favorable than you possibly could. So if you can balance the giving of regular taxable income that they're going to receive on their tax return versus capital gains income, which they can actually moderate to their income and their lifestyle. You want to level that out as much as possible uh, to ensure that your assets actually, you know, move on with some flexibility and um, match your, your heir's lifestyle. Another thing that you want to take into consideration is if you have your estate listed as a beneficiary. So remember, assets left to your estate are going to go to probate. So you're going to want to make sure that you consider updating your beneficiary if this, you know, if if that doesn't accurately reflect your wishes. Um, it's just definitely something that might go overlooked. What about if you have um, your accounts uh, and, and a trust is listed as a beneficiary? So consider reviewing those trust provisions and ensure that the trust is still up to date. Um, you know, make sure it's relevant to your wishes and make sure that um, if there's something in there, such as an annuity, um, you might want to take uh, cons- you know, into consideration just the different challenges and limitations that that, that uh, vehicle has and how it might affect your situation. Um, the other piece, again, and I've, I've hinted at this before, but I'll go ahead and just you know put it out there, is you know, the, the current uh, RMD rules for an inherited IRA are very stringent and they can put your heirs in a in a particular um, bind if if you're not careful. So you know, whereas you used to be able to spread out if you if you inherited an IRA from a relative, you could spread that out um, over a, a long series of years, longer series of years. Now you only have ten years um, to get that vehicle emptied. So the IRA has to come out in you know. It, most for most people, it typically makes sense to take it out over a, an equal series of 10, 10 years to smooth out the tax rate. But you want to make sure and and mitigate how that how those taxes are going to be realized. Um, I don't think we necessarily have anybody that uh, is missing this particular instance, but um, you should always be at least curious, if not concerned, about your estate tax liability. I think for a lot of people in the past few years, they've been enjoying the fact that the um, exclusion has gone up, you know, significantly per person. Um, but that's going to sunset here in a few years. So 
you're going to want to consider different ways that you can remove assets from your estate and and you know freeze the, those asset values so that you're not further adding you know to your estate tax liability if if that situation um, either today is an issue for you or might be an issue for you in the future. Um, we run into this occasionally where you know people are kind of right on that borderline, and I would hate for someone to. Uh, not do appropriate planning and then, you know, have a significant amount of estate taxes due because they just didn't think it applied to them in the, in the situation. We have no idea where estate tax rates are going. Um, but we do know that they probably will go down if, you know, if the, uh, odds makers are correct and it's just a matter of how much lower they would go. So why not take full advantage while you possibly can, um, if you're anywhere close to that estate tax line. Hopefully this has been helpful for you and just got some uh, different creative ideas uh, turning for you locally. Um, if there's anything that has resonated or that has popped up for the question marks, I'm happy to help you uh, walk through that and happy to walk through your specific situation and see what makes most sense for your specific situation. Thank you again for your time and we look forward to talking with you again. Well, that's all for today. Thank you again for joining us. We trust that you are better equipped to steward both your wealth and your financial resources. If you have questions or suggestions for a future topic, please direct those to infohouston at carsonwealth.com. May you and your family encounter truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in Wisdom and Wealth with Josh Clues are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Our address is 1780 Hughes Landing, Suite 570, The Woodlands, Texas, 77382.